This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to another episode of Reporters Without Orders, a News Laundry podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. Joining me today are two News Laundry reporters, like always, and to Tehreem's dismay, Nidhi Suresh, who's been a permanent fixture on this podcast. Yeah, you've been told not to get me today. Mm, yeah, but I defied. I resisted the pressure <laughs> from Tehreem. And we have you here to discuss your story on a UP uh, government's latest case for why they don't want Siddhi Kappan out of jail. They file an affidavit and in it, in that they say they have pamphlets yeah which is interpret kiya hai, yeah. and they've said ki this is why and we'll know why that is and we'll come to you and uh, our man from Pune and Bombay Pratik Goyal who's just done a report on um, the previous stint of Delhi's current uh, lieutenant governor Vinay Saxena when he was the uh, chairman of the KVIC that is the Khadi and Village um, Industries Commission right Pratik yes so Pratik has found a conflict of interest uh, where Mr. Saxena's family is involved and he spoke to the family and uh, KVIC also wrote to us later on. So we'll find out um, what Pratik has in store for us. Of course, the Delhi LG uh, is a hot subject right now. So is the Delhi government because there's an ongoing battle, a political battle that, that is being fought in Delhi between the LG who, uh, you know, one can say is almost representing the central government. And of course, the Aam Amni Party led government in Delhi. So, you are very happy. Thank you. I am very happy. 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 I am very but you know this is actually not uh, entirely abnormal I think this year is more but mm. I remember even when we were growing up every monsoon they would bring boats and keep it at the complex yeah. so in case the welfare association decides right. to use it I have a story in the Hindustan Times that in Bangalore, the flooding is not a good thing. The upmarket Bangalore is not a good thing. So, the IT is not a good thing. The tractor is not a good thing. Just to get out of the flood and get out of traffic, they were using tractors. So, Modi ji has been in India with tractor. IT is not a good thing. This is New India. Of course. Nidhi, you've done several stories, two stories this week. One was, you know, a story of sexual assault. You've been following that beat consistently. But um, you've also done a story on Siddiq Kappan, who we've been hearing a lot of lately because it's in the air that the matter is going to come up in the Supreme Court. Right, that's September 9th. September 9th. So by the time this podcast is out, I'm assuming the yeah, verdict will be out. The verdict in the Supreme Court and that matter will be out. Uh, so a lot of people are saying that he might get bail. Some are saying that mm. he might not. And everyone has a case. So you found a story on this uh, UP government affidavit filed in the Supreme Court where they've argued mm. why Siddiq should not come out. And the story has been followed almost internationally now. Yeah. Because a journalist has been in jail and not that he has even covered a story. He was on his way to cover a story in Hathras mm-hmm. when this happened. So, can you tell us about the Uttar Pradesh government? Why shouldn't he come out of jail? What did you find? So, this, uh, just to 
clarify entirely. This is uh, a bail hearing that's going to happen on September 9th in the Supreme Court. His bail was denied in the Sessions Court as well as the Allahabad High Court. Uh, and this is the final, uh, you know, attempt from his family's side to really bring him out right. uh, on bail. There was a hearing on the first day of UU Lalit's term in the Supreme Court. Um, and he actually listened to the matter. It was uh, fought first by Kapil Sibal representing Kapan, uh, who said that, you know, Firstly, he was in a car with P- PFI activists who he is uh, not personally associated with. Um, and he has no connection to the PFI except for the fact that he used to work for a, a sort of newspaper which is now shut down and only has an online version called Tejas, which is fu- functions basically as a PFI mouthpiece. But he quit that long time back and now was is working as a journalist. So it's completely doesn't make sense to have a journalist incarcerated for so long. And then the UP government's argument, also PFI is not a banned outfit. So, I mean, the fact that he's a PFI activist doesn't really add much to Mm. say that he had terror links and Mm. or he was money laundering. The UP government's argument then was that he was actually traveling not just with PFI activists, but with riot accused Mm. uh, persons and that this was part of a larger conspiracy to sort of bring down the government. And we've seen this term larger conspiracy being reiterated even by Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath. Ajay Bisht actually during the time when Hathras had happened Mm. the incident of the gang rape and murder had happened back in uh, September 14th and then her cremation happened on 30th Mm. so this was an uh, so the Supreme Court gave time to the UP government saying that Mm. we'll give you uh, a couple of days file Mm. a counter affidavit as to why you believe uh, that Kapan should not get bail they have filed a 335 page uh, (laughs) document on why Kapan should not get bail and the pamphlets is a part of that. Mm. So they are claiming that they found these two pamphlets. One is 11 pages and one is 17 pages. Mm. One is called Justice for Hathras Victim and one mm. is called Am I Not India's Daughter? Right. Um, and this, the UP police have referred to as mm. Guide for Rioting 101. Right. And then in the rest of the document that they have uh, given, the UP government, uh, they refer to these pamphlets as the writing 101 documents. So right. they kind of, you know, you can see how they're tra- weaving that into their right. uh, words and narrative. And right. anyone who reads then starts referring to it as those pamphlets. Right. And the thing is, in a lot of these documents, where you really find your story is in the annexures, right? Mm. So if you go to the annexure and look at the pamphlet, it's a bit of a joke because right. you can see that the, the language in the pamphlets have been sort of ripped off it's definitely not someone who's from India who's written it. Right. But it looks like it's copy-pasted from a Black Lives Matter movement uh-huh. protest because you can see references. Like there is a line that says, if you see black people run towards them. <laughs> or there is another line, actually black, I should... If you see black people in Hathras. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> references like, you know, be careful of which protest you're going to right. because white supremacists have been mm. known to lure people into protests. Example yeah. in San Diego and Phoenix. Right, right, uh, right. And then NYPD film is there on this. So refer that. Right. I mean, it's bizarre that, you know, this is being spoken about uh, yeah. in Hathras, right? Yeah. And there's another one which says, don't wear... So it, it gives guidelines as to wear comfortable clothes, drink glucose. Right. Don't wear your, lots of jewelry. It will fuck you up. Right. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a pamphlet distributed in India with that language. And I remember this is not the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, it has come up. Uh, so, basically, the pamphlet was found in the car that they were traveling right, in. Right. Not even 
in possession with Siddiq Kapan as such. Not that that would make a difference, but mm. it wasn't even with him. It was in the car. This is claims made by the UP government. UP government, right? And they have sort of portrayed this as you know, look at this piece of investigation that we have we are exposing. Right. And I also believe, like, say, if the word there is also the word riot in the pamphlet. For example, let's say if you're attending this protest or riot, mm. and it. I don't know. Maybe in the U.S., protests can be referred to as riots or rallies and things. But there is a clear, like it really is not language used in India when right. we protest. So that is one part of it. And then also the pamphlets in itself basically talk about you know if you get arrested, what is the rights of someone who's detained? Hmm. What do you do in a protest crowd? Hmm. Uh, how are you supposed to dress? What to eat? What to carry? Right. So it's. It, to say that this is what was used to bring down the Indian government hmm. is a bit of a. I remember <laughs> w- when when the Hathras had happened and someone did create a website because a lot of protests broke out in Delhi. Yeah. I remember we covered some of them in Jantar Mantar. Yeah. And that w- it became very big and a lot yeah. of people came, and just for that protest because you know some young people I think might have gotten together and they created a website. Hmm. and they took a lot of those because the black lives matter thing had just happened a month ago exactly yeah. and whoever created this website on hathras they took a lot of content from the blm protest and put it on a web i think that website was one web page yeah it didn't even have an about section yeah. and that was picked by up police and then it was also said that this is toolkit because some of the toolkit ka zamana tha aapko yaad hoga to tab bhi ye hua tha लेकिन दिस इज नॉट अ फर्स्ट टाइम दैट सिद्धिक्स केस हैज कम टू सुप्रीम कोर्ट आई रिमेम्बर जस्टिस बोबड़े हर्ड इट एंड ही रिफ्यूज टू गिव हिम बेल ही यूज अ टेक्निकलिटी की आप वापस हाईकोर्ट जाइए एंड वी हैड रिपोर्टेड ऑन आई रिमेम्बर आई फाइल दैट स्टोरी आई अटेंडेड द हियरिंग एंड द नेक्स्ट हियरिंग ही रेंटेड एट कपिल सिब्बल हु वॉज रिप्रेजेंटिंग सिद्ध कपिल सिंह की मीडिया में तो कुछ भी चलता है मीडिया में इन्होंने लिख दिया कि रिफ्यूज कर दी बेल वी डेंट से दैट Hmm. and basically he did say that he's this man still in jail right yeah. if you didn't refuse bail he would have been out uh, but pratik aap hame bataye delhi mein sath reporter baithe hain do aap cover karte hain to lg ke upar jo scoop hai wo aapko pune mein kaise mil raha hai milta milta delhi se milta hai sab Are Pratik gets every scoop. Yeah. Contacts I need in Delhi. I ask Pratik sir. Yeah, yeah. Pratik is uh, acing it. Yeah. But but but. 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 जो के वी आई सी वॉज सपोज टू रीडू अ लॉट ऑफ लाउंजेस अक्रॉस द कंट्री तो ये हमें बताएं कि ये ग्रांट कहाँ से आया और फिर उसका कैसे इस्तेमाल हुआ प्रॉब्लम कहाँ पे आ रही है देखिए इसमें ये जो खादी का विकास की बात जो आई थी आई थिंक ये जो विनय कुमार सक्सेना ये 2016 में के वी आई सी के चेयरमैन बने ठीक है उसके पहले ये गुजरात में थे और वहाँ पे एक नेशनल कमीशन जस्ट नाम भूल गया नाम बता दूंगा मैं एनजीओ का वो चलाते थे और वो काफी मतलब काफी समय से वो उसके आई मीन उसके पहले भी आप जाएंगे तो जेके रूप में अडानी ग्रुप में भी वो काम कर चुके हैं और उसके बाद फिर वो ये एनसीसी में बताता हूँ थोड़ी देर में तो ये नर्मदा आंदोलन के खिलाफ था वो मतलब ये उनका जो जो काम चलता था एंड उसके बाद फिर वो दो में उनको केवीआईसी का चेयरमैन बनाया गया दो में केवीआई खादी का तो वैसे ही मतलब हर सरकार 
ये करती है प्रमोशन तो जो मौजूदा सरकार है उन्होंने ही बोला कि भाई खादी का ये किया जाए तो उस वक्त खादी को एक फैशन स्टेटमेंट की तरह ये करने के लिए खादी इंडिया लॉन्च ये इस तरीके का एक चेन उन सिस्टम चालू किया पहले बम्बई में लॉन्च किया उसके बाद जयपुर दिल्ली और फिर वो और भी बहुत सारे मतलब कुछ सौ के ऊपर आउटलेट्स मतलब जो पुराने आउटलेट्स हैं उनको रिवाम करके मतलब उनका पूरा आइडिया है तो उसके लिए वो ग्रांट फंड एमएसएमई जो मंत्रालय है उसने प्रोवाइड किया था एट्टी किलो ग्रांट और ये भी खादी लॉन्चेस भी उसी के एक पार्ट थे ये एक लौता खादी लॉन्च जितने भी लॉन्च हो रहे हो और उसके बाद जो और भी जो है मतलब जो सौ के ऊपर आउटलेट्स हैं जिनको वो रिवाम करने वाले थे तो टोटल उसके लिए अस्सी करोड़ का ग्रांट ना कि पर्टिकुलरली इसलिए कुछ लोगों ने ट्विटर पर देखा था कुछ लोग मतलब देख रहे थे कि अस्सी करोड़ का एक लॉन्च तो वो वाली बात नहीं है बात हाँ इसमें ये जरूर है कि ये पूरा कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ इंटरेस्ट का मुद्दा था क्योंकि वो केवीआईसी के चेयरमैन थे और केवीआईसी के जो रूल्स है एम्प्लॉय रूल्स वो कहते हैं कि आप किसी भी रिलेटिव या कोई भी पहचान वाले या रिश्तेदार को या जो कोई भी किन हो उसको किसी भी सिचुएशन में या किसी भी चीज में आप केवीआईसी के मतलब ऐसी चीज नहीं कर सकते इससे उसको लाभ हो या ना हो मतलब उसको एम्प्लॉय ही नहीं कर सकते उससे कोई भी काम नहीं लाभ हो या ना हो ये सेकेंडरी चीज तो आप उसमें ला ही नहीं सकते उसमें ठीक है तो अब इन्होंने अपनी जो दो में केवीआईसी का फर्स्ट लाउंज जो खादी इंडिया का लाउंज है वो फर्स्ट उसका उद्घाटन हुआ था बम्बई में तो उसका जो डिजाइनिंग कॉन्ट्रैक्ट है कंप्यूटर डिजाइन का मतलब उसको डिजाइन करने का तो वो उन्होंने अपनी बेटी को जो कि उनकी जो बेटी है वो शिवांगी सक्सेना वो एक पेशे से इंटीरियर डिजाइनर है इसके पहले वो अपना क्या नाम है उनका हरीश शाह करके एक वो भी एक जमाने में केवाईसी में थे लेकिन वो खादी के लिए इंडिपेंडेंटली काफी काम करते हैं बॉम्बे में तो उनके वो भी डिजाइनर है तो उनके साथ काम किया था उसके पहले और दो अहमदाबाद में वो दो डिजाइनिंग फॉर्म में थी और ये सेप्ट की पास आउट है सेप्ट मतलब मतलब ऑब्वियसली ये थोड़ा सा ऑफ ट्रैक है बट मैं फ्री बता रहा हूँ सेप्ट मतलब बिमल पटेल ठीक है बिमल पटेल यानी सेंट्रल मिनिस्टर जो ठीक है जो पीएम है साहब है उनके फेवरेट आर्किटेक्ट तो आई मीन ठीक है वो इट्स अ वेरी नॉन यूनिवर्सिटी वो वहां से निकल के तो मेन ये है कि एज अ केवीआईसी चेयरमैन आप कॉन्ट्रैक्ट किसी भी सूरत में अपने बेटी को नहीं दे सकते ठीक है तो ये अपना स्टोरी था और उसमें वहां पे एक क्लाक लगा हुआ है बोर्ड लगा हुआ है कि उसमें तो उन्होंने बेसिकली इंटरेस्ट से काम किया जो कि कानूनन वो नहीं कर सकते हाँ भाऊ ये बताइए इनकी आ, हमें कैसे पता चला कि ये इनकी जो बेटी है एलजी की बेटी उनका नाम है शिवांगी सक्सेना उन्होंने हाँ। ये बॉम्बे वाला लाउंज डिजाइन किया था ये हमें कैसे हाँ। पता चला देखो एक तो पहले बात तो वो बोर्ड की अपने पास एक फोटो आई थी ठीक है अब अपन को कुछ पता ही था अपन लोगों को कि भाई ये शिवांगी सक्सेना कौन है ये भी नहीं पता था कि उनकी बेटी भी है कि नहीं ठीक है तो अपने पास सिर्फ ये ये नाम आया था वो सक्सेना सक्सेना लाइक हमने सोचा कि मे भी ये उनका आई मीन अपन वहां से कनेक्शन शुरू करना शुरू किया तो उसके बाद काफी रिसर्च किया मैंने तीन दो चार दिन तीन एक दिन तक तो करते रहा तो करते करते एक लिंक मेरे को मिला की भाई जब वो उनका जो एनजीओ था नेशनल काउंसिल फॉर सिविल लिबर्टीज अच्छा ये उनके एनजीओ का नाम था तो ऐसे ऐसे करते 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 वहां पे एक लिंक मिली और उसमें एक पुराना आर्टिकल तक बहुत पुराना तो उसमें वो एनसीसीएल के बारे में दिया हुआ था और उसमें ये शिवांगी सक्सेना का भी नाम था ये भी लिखा था कि उनकी बेटी है बट वहां पे भी उस वक्त जो उन्होंने गाँव को अडॉप्ट किया था अहमदाबाद के पास में बनास करके एरिया है जिसको वो लोग एक टूरिस्ट डेस्टिनेशन के के जैसा बनाने का उनका वो था तो उस गांव के बारह घर को अडॉप्ट करके उन्होंने डिजाइन विजाइन किया था बहुत बेहतरीन तरीके से तो वो डिजाइन भी इन्होंने किया था तो फिर एक कनेक्शन ये हुआ फिर ढूंढते 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 इनका फिर थोड़ा सा 
और प्रोफाइल समझ में आया तो फिर कनेक्ट पता लगा कि ये सेप्ट से पास आउट हैं तो जो भी सोर्सेज हैं या जहाँ से पता किया कि भाई सेप्ट का इनका कनेक्शन है फिर वहां से आगे बढ़ते बढ़ते वो कौन से फॉर्म्स में काम कर रही थी तो वहां पे फिर वो फॉर्म्स के नंबर निकाले फिर उनसे वेरीफाई किया तो ऐसे ऐसे वेरीफाई होके पता चला की ये उनकी ही डॉटर है अच्छा फिर जब वो वेरीफाई हुआ तो फिर हमने डायरेक्टली उनसे बात किया तो कि आपने ये तो उन्होंने तो बात करी उन्होंने बताया कि नहीं नहीं बोले मैंने किया लेकिन ये प्रोबोनो था और ऐसा कुछ नहीं तो उनसे मैंने सवाल किया कि प्रोबोनो कैसे हो सकता है और मतलब क्या विदाउट टेंडर कैसे आपको मतलब किस लिहाज लिहाज से आपको ये दिया था उन्होंने कोई तो रीजन होना चाहिए ना ये ऐसा तो नहीं है कि अपन मोहल्ले में झाकी लगा रहे हैं और मैं बोल दू आयुष काम कर तू लाइटिंग का काम तू देख ले और निधि एक काम कर तू मूर्ति पे पेंटिंग तू करवा देना वैसा तो वैसा तो नहीं कर सकते ना तो ऑब्वियसली इतनी बड़ी संस्था है वो तो उन्होंने वो बोला कि मैं उसके बारे में मैं बात कर सकती आप केवाई वालों से केवीआईसी वालों से पूछ लो और तो फिर केवीआईसी वालों को क्वेरीज भेजे लगा था अपन ने फिर जो एल थे उनको भी भेजे तो फिर एक मतलब पॉइंट से टू अदर सोर्सेज और जो भी मैं उनको ऑफिस नाम ले सकता लेकिन वो जो वेरीफाई हो गया पूरा ये एक तो उन्होंने वेरीफाई कर दिया था दूसरी तरफ से वेरीफाई मतलब मल्टीपल जो अपने सोर्सेज थे उनसे अपन ने वेरीफाई करवाया और फिर जाके ये स्टोरी करी और फिर मैंने नॉर्थ कमेटी जो केवीआईसी के वहां के भी कुछ मेंबर्स से बात करी थी तो उन्होंने भी इस बारे में बताया कि भाई पहली बात तो ऐसे किसी को कर ही नहीं सकते आई मीन किसी कोई भी कितना छोटा सा भी हो तो आप ऐसे किसी को कॉन्ट्रैक्ट दे ही नहीं सकते डायरेक्टली विदाउट फॉलोइंग द प्रोसीजर और दूसरी बात ये है कि एज एज अ चेयरमैन मतलब एज अ रूल्स एंड आप ये टोटल कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ इंटरेस्ट समझ के तो वो हो गया था फिर अपन ने जो एक ऑफिशियली एक जो इनके राजेंद्र प्रताप गुप्ता है उनको भी अप्रोच किया था बट आई मीन वो लोग बात करने तैयार नहीं थे लेकिन काफी लोगों से वेरीफाई करते 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 जब हम लोग को फिक्स हुआ तो प्रतीक जब उन्होंने आपको बताया कि मतलब मैं ये जानना चाहता हूँ कि शिवांगी को जब आपने पूछा कि आपके पास आप टेंडर निकला था आप सेलेक्ट हुई थी तो उन्होंने क्या बताया कि उन्होंने वो प्रोसेस फॉलो किया था उन्होंने उस बारे में कुछ भी नहीं बोला मैं उन्होंने बोला कि मैं उस बारे में आपसे बात नहीं करना चाहती मतलब मैं कुछ बता नहीं सकती आप केवीआईसी से बात कर लो अच्छा अच्छा और केवीआईसी ने डिजाइनिंग कॉन्ट्रैक्ट मैंने किया है और वो मैंने प्रोबोनो किया है कुछ पैसे वैसे नहीं तो मैंने बोला की प्रोबोनो ठीक है आपने किया कुछ तो ये हुआ हुआ ना तो वो उन्होंने मना कर दिया उससे बात करने में से उन्होंने बोला आप केवीआईसी से बात करिए केवीआईसी से अपन काफी बात किया लेकिन जब अपनी स्टोरी आउट हुई मतलब पब्लिश हो गई उसके एक दिन बाद उन्होंने फिर वो अपने जो एडिटर हैं उनको मंसर को आई थिंक उनके उनको एड्रेस करते हुए एक आई थिंक ये इशू किया हमने आई मीन ये ऐसा नहीं है और प्रोबोनो पे किया गया था और सत्ताईस लाख इसका वो है और जो भी है वो सब तमाम अच्छा तो उन्होंने भी यही बोला की प्रोबोनो है हाँ, वो भी प्रोबोनो मतलब मैं ये नहीं आई मीन अपन उस पर ये नहीं कर सकते बट हाँ ऑब्वियसली की केवीआईसी को लेके जैसे मैंने बोला कि जो उसके पहले भी आरटीआई फाइल किए गए थे वो जो केवीआईसी में जो एग्जीक्यूटिव थे राजेंद्र प्रताप गुप्ता तो वो आरटीआई को भी अपन ने रेफर किया था काफी सारा तो वो केवीआईसी में काफी करप्शन के बारे में जिक्र किया उसमें और मतलब वो तो अगर आरटीआई है तो आरटीआई तो आरटीआई में जो लिखा है तो लिखा है वो उसमें लिखा था कि भाई आर्टिशन को कोई रिकॉर्ड नहीं है मतलब सीधा उनको कैश में पेमेंट दिया जा रहा है कितने रिक्रूट है उसका रिकॉर्ड नहीं क्योंकि आप अगर जो दिल्ली के एलजी साहब का अगर आप उनका वो जो उनकी वेबसाइट पर अगर आप उनका जो बायोडाटा देखेंगे तो उसमें ये लिखा गया है कि मतलब 40 लाख तमाम मतलब ये होता ना 
को लोगों को एम्प्लॉयमेंट जनरेट किया गया है उनके कार्यकाल में तो ये बात 2018 की है तो 2018 में अगर ये बात मैं बता रहा हूँ दो हजार अगर आप अभी रिसेंटली जब वो बने तो एल साहब के उसमें लिखा हुआ है लेकिन आप देखेंगे तो जो ये है दो तक का रिकॉर्ड ये है की वहाँ पे से चार लाख एम्प्लॉय भी नहीं थे पूरे आर्टिसन भी नहीं थे तो उसमें वो चालीस लाख का वो बोला गया है की तो बहुत सारी चीजें है जो क्योंकि उस समय हमारे प्रधानमंत्री भी काफी बातें कर रहे थे खादी को कैसे वापस लाना है अपने जैसे का फैशन स्टेटमेंट बनाना है तो उस समय उन पे उनको कमान संभाली गई थी उन्होंने संभाली थी और तब मीडिया में काफ़ी रिपोर्टिंग होती थी उनके लिए जो प्रो थी आप कह सकते हैं कि हाँ इन्होंने मॉडर्नाइज किया है खादी इंडस्ट्री को लेकिन तो उसमें मतलब मैं क्यूरियस हूँ आपने जब उनका जैसे आपने बताया कि 40 लाख नौकरी थी लेकिन 4 लाख तो एम्प्लॉय थे इनके पास लेकिन क्लेम चालीस दो हजार अठारह तक का है अठारह तक मतलब इन्होंने दो हजार सोलह तो दो उसमें उनका बटा ये जो उनके वेबसाइट पे जाएंगे तो आपको दिख जाएगा 40 लाख ये था और उसके बाद कितने तो आउटलेट्स बोले थे उसने मतलब वो भी बड़ी तादाद में है लेकिन आपने एक बात बोली काफी दिलचस्प लगी कि विनय सक्सेना अदानी के साथ भी काम कर चुके हैं और जब गुजरात में हाँ। नर्मदा बचाव आंदोलन हुआ था मिड टू थाउजेंड में नरेंद्र मोदी के पॉलिटिकल करियर सीएम करियर का दूसरा सबसे बड़ा कॉन्ट्रोवर्सी आफ्टर गोधरा तो उसमें वो अगेंस्ट थे आंदोलन के तो इनके मतलब हम कह सकते हैं गेस कर सकते हैं कि उसी समय पे ये और मोदी जी करीब आए होंगे मैंने तो उतना ही सुना है देखिए ये जो विनय सक्सेना साहब हैं मतलब ये आई थिंक ये 1991 से मतलब पहले ये उसमें थे आई थिंक इन्होंने राजस्थान में भी काम किया है जे ग्रुप में उसके बाद गुजरात में एक कोर्ट है उसका पूरा जिम्मेदारी दिया गया था इनका वो सब उस प्रोफाइल में खुद ही के प्रोफाइल में लिखा हुआ है और तब वो अडानी के उसमें उन्होंने काम किया था उसके बाद नाइनटीन में जब उन्होंने ये एनसीसीएल चालू किया अहमदाबाद में तब से वो उनके जो कनेक्टिविटी है ये मतलब खादी के ही लोग बताते हैं कि उनके काफी क्लोज रिलेशन मोदी साहब हैं या अमित शाह है इनसे बहुत ही क्लोज उनके रिलेशन हो गए थे मतलब उस दौरान वो वो भी मतलब ऑब्वियसली उस वक्त वो सीएम तो नहीं थे लेकिन इनका ये मतलब नर्मदा जो इनके इनके और मेरा पाटकर उनके बीच मेरा पाटकर जी उनके बीच में बहुत सारे केसेस है अभी भी केस चल रहे हैं उनके बीच डिफेमेशन के एक दूसरे खिलाफ और दोनों ने ही पीछे हटने से मना कर दिया तो इन्होंने बहुत ज्यादा विरोध किया था नर्मदा आंदोलन जो भी है मतलब तो वो तब से उनकी जो क्योंकि देखिए अचानक से अब इनके बारे में बोलते हैं कॉर्पोरेट सेक्टर से भी हैं ये एक्टिविस्ट भी हैं और ये भी हैं तो केवीआईसी में ऐसे तो मतलब अपन दोनों को तो उठा के डालेंगे नहीं या मतलब या ऐसे कोई और भी बहुत सारे लोग एनजीओ चलाते हैं तो ऐसा तो नहीं है किसी को उठा के डाल दिया हाँ भाई तुम बन जाओ वो हर सरकार करती है भले भाजपा हो कांग्रेस हो कोई भी हो सीपीएम हो या जैसे केरला में सीपीएम कर रही है फिलहाल या कोई और भी कोई से भी स्टेट में हो तो वो अपने बंदों को पहुंचा दी तो वैसे ही इनको वहां पहुंचा है अब जो खादी का जो अब वो मीडिया में जो रिमाम दिखाया या जो भी किया है तो वो उस आर में दो तक तो नहीं दिखता है जो उनके जो क्लेम अभी ठीक है और अदानी में क्या कर रहे थे आपको कुछ मालूम है इसके बारे में गुजरात में एक पोर्ट है मतलब वो काफी सीनियर पोजीशन से रिटायर हुए हैं वो मतलब ऐसी बात नहीं है वैसे नौकरी में भी थे ना जब वो अच्छा काफी सीनियर पोजीशन से रिटायर हुए हैं वो हाँ धोलेरा धोलेरा पोर्ट अच्छा धोलेरा जो पोर्ट था 1995 में वो धोलेरा पोर्ट प्रोजेक्ट के मतलब उनके उनके अंडर मतलब उनको दे दिया था सौंप दिया था और उसके पहले वो और उस दौरान नाइनटीन में उन्होंने ये भी चालू कर दिया था 
एनजीओ अपना और दो हजार अप्रोड कर जिम्मेदारी भी उन्हीं की थी और उसके बाद जे जे एन के उसके पहले वो राजस्थान में थे जेके ग्रुप में व्हाइट सीमेंट जो है ना जे ग्रुप सीमेंट उसमें वो एक पोस्ट पे थे जब वो दो हजार अप्रोड में आए तब वो यादानी इनकी जो कंपनी है उसमें वो काम इंटरेस्टिंग और हाँ और उसके बाद मतलब उनके पास फ्लाइंग का लाइसेंस भी है तो ऐसा सीन है और एनसीसीएल जब से फोन किया लेकिन मेन जो उनका पूरा वो है आई थिंक एनसीसीएल उनका सबसे बड़ा ये है मतलब जो उनका बैकअप है या उनका जो सोशल लाइफ में जिसने उनको पॉपुलरिटी दिया या जो भी है जी वो एनसीसीएल गुजरात में बहुत मशहूर है आजकल अगर क्योंकि आम आदमी पार्टी और भाजपा के बीच में हॉस्टिलिटी इतनी ज्यादा बढ़ गई है मतलब अरेस्ट वरेस्ट हो रहे हैं लोग कि अगर आप कोई भी स्टोरी करें और ऐसे समय में जर्नलिस्ट के लिए काफी एक गोल्डन एज आ जाता है ना क्योंकि दोनों पार्टी कुछ ना कुछ लीक करती है एक के खिलाफ लेकिन हम रिपोर्ट करते हैं तो ट्विटर पे आपने स्टोरी पोस्ट की तो आ गए होंगे फिर भाजपा वाले आपको संगी बुलाने तो ऐसे कैसे डील करते हैं आप बोलना शुरू कर देगी ठीक है कांग्रेस के खिलाफ करी तो लोग बोलते हैं भाजपा ही है या आप पे खिलाफ करी तो या आपके ये इनके बीजेपी के खिलाफ करी तो वो मतलब एक हर एक को वो हो गया और वो पब्लिक लिखते रहती है अपने हिसाब से और मैंने देखा मैक्सिमम लोग सारा मतलब जैसे बीजेपी वाला अब जैसे अब ये स्टोरी तो ठीक है अपनी जगह पे है पर ठीक है आप स्टोरी है तो आप किसी को जो ट्रोलिंग की जो चीज है जो मतलब वो जो बीजेपी आई थिंक मतलब जितना मैं ज्यादा सोशल मीडिया पर इतना पुराना खिलाड़ी हूँ नहीं लेकिन जितना मेरे को समझ में आया कि भाई ये शुरुआत इसकी अमित मालवी वगैरह ने बहुत ज्यादा इसको तवज्जो दी तो उसको उससे सीखते सीखते बाकी लोग भी खिलाड़ी बन गए फॉर एग्जांपल आप तो अब अब उनकी जो बेटी हैं जो जो जी साहब की बेटी हैं अब ठीक है वो कॉन्फ्लिक्ट ऑफ इंटरेस्ट वो सब तमाम चीजें वो अलग चीज है वो स्टोरी हो गई वो हो गया आपको जो मुद्दा उठाना आप रेस्पॉन्डर करो लेकिन ट्रोलिंग शिवांगी सक्सेना इज अ फेक डिजाइनर तो ये नाम का हैशटैग टैग के उनको ट्रोल करना चालू कर दिया और अच्छा मतलब तो ये सब चीजें मतलब ये जो ये दो पार्टी इस तरीके से करती हैं इसमें घटिया हाँ। तो पाना एक तरीके का मतलब मेरा मानना है ये पर्सनली तो बाकी वो तो आई मीन स्टोरी है स्टोरी है बवाल होता है लोग उसको बोलते हाँ भाई ठीक है आप जो कुछ बोल लो लेकिन ये क्या आप किसी की जो बीजेपी करता है बेसिकली जिन्होंने शुरुआत की वो और अलग लेवल पर चले आते हैं ये भी उन्ही से सीख रहे हैं वो वैसे ही लेवल है इनका जी आप आपका सोशल मीडिया गेम काफी बढ़िया है मैं मुझे कोई थोड़े दिन पहले बता रहा था कि बीजेपी में एक व्यक्ति हैं मतलब सोशल मीडिया साइड ऑफ थिंग्स आईटी सेल मैनेज करने वाले वो बहुत बड़े फैन हैं आपके सोशल मीडिया स्ट्रेटजी के तो और क्योंकि आप में वो हम लोग आपको कवर कर रहे हैं और उसमें मतलब जैसे वो कंट्रोल करते हैं जैसे एक होता है ना yes, 18 से 30 के बीच में वो जो एज ग्रुप है उसको मीम्स और पॉप कल्चर रेफरेंस बना के धज्जियाँ उड़ाना मोदी और शाह की तो वो काफ़ी अच्छा काम करते हैं लेकिन भाऊ आप जानने से पहले हमें बता दीजिए कि हमारे दर्शकों को सुनने वालों को क्या रिकमेंडेशन रहेगी आपकी इस हफ्ते के लिए निधि की स्टोरी का जो हेडलाइन है थर्टी इयर्स डेटा हाउ इज सन हेल्प नाइट तो ये काफी शानदार स्टोरी है जो मैंने पढ़ी थी और ये बहुत शानदार है तो मेरी ये रिकमेंडेशन है इसको पढ़िए और क्योंकि मतलब बहुत अलग है ये कहानी मतलब बहुत ही डिफरेंट है कि एक रेप रेप आई मीन एक विक्टिम का बच्चा उसको पता भी नहीं है और वो जब बड़ा होता है तो वो अपनी मदर के लिए जस्टिस दिलाता है तो डिफरेंट मतलब बहुत अलग चीज होगी जी थैंक यू प्रतीक आई वॉज जस्ट थिंकिंग योर राइट वी एक्चुअली डिस्कस दिस 
थैंक यू सो मच भाऊ फॉर जॉइनिंग सो निधि कमिंग बैक टू द स्टोरी यू डन ऑन सिद्धिक कपन वन बिजार एस्पेक्ट ऑफ इट वी ऑलरेडी कवर्ड दैट देर इज अः पैम्फलेट दैट बोरोज हेवली फ्रॉम द ब्लैक लाइव मैटर मूवमेंट मेक्स मैंशन ऑफ वाइट सुप्रेमसिस्ट और एफ्रीकन अमेरिकन पीपल विच ऑब्वियसली should is absolutely non relevant hmm. uh, in indian context and even if it's relevant perhaps we one can argue that since there were protests happening these were uh, you know pamphlets meant to guide people yeah. i remember when the blm movement was happening hmm. there was a video of ronit roy you know the actor hmm. he was explaining how one can make a mask out of a t-shirt i don't know why on earth he was doing it he was not doing it for <laughs> black lives matter and that went viral on the Ameri- on american twitter because of course the police were gassing the protesters and yeah. so his video of explaining how you convert your t-shirt into a face mask went viral oh. so i mean people borrow these things and it protest is a democratic expression so there's no problem with that what are the other bizarre aspects of this uh, affidavit in the supreme court yeah i mean the other other one again is um kapan's employment with tejas the pfm outpiece right um so kapan actually according to the state hmm. they said that during his uh, uh, interrogation with the police hmm. he said in his statement that he was working for tejas hmm. after he returned to kerala from 2011 so right. between 2004 to 11 i believe he was working in saudi arabia and according to up government kapan did not uh, explain who he was working for in Saudi Arabia. Right. Now this could be a matter of whether did they ask the question, did it come up? We don't know. They just say that he tried to cover up who he was working for right. when he was working in Saudi Arabia, and then they say that we actually found where he and where and who he was working for in Saudi Arabia, right. and that is that into from two thousand nine he was still working for Tejas. So right. this not that he was working post two thousand eleven, even in two thousand nine he was working for that Gulf edition, right, and then. it you then it comes down to how they found out right mm. so it's not that they went through some big investigative mm. process they found mm. it on kapan's resume i see so <laughs> it's a, it's like you know they're saying that oh he was trying to cover up now right. a man who's trying to cover it up why right. would he put it on his resume right? right so scanning through his laptop they found a document called official resume right. and on that resume it says 2009 worked for tejas this is like I open newspaper on a day and I see a very very exclusive story right yeah. and then I come into edit meeting and I tell Raman sir so I have a pitch yeah. and I tell him exactly what I saw in Indian Express <laughs> yeah. but I tell it as if I have discovered it which is what UP police is doing yeah but Raman sir reads express so you will not that won't fly that we know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the other other thing that's very interesting mm. is that um according to UP government Kapan said that he was only carrying one press card which was of the uh, press council of india right this was the id card that he was carrying but they said that upon searching him they found four cards one is of the press council of india mm-hmm. one is the uh, delhi union of journalists card mm. then they found uh, a card by tejas right. and they found a, a card from arimogam which right. is where he uh, worked last before right. his incarceration uh, and they say see he was trying to hide Mm. But then again, if you go to the annexure and look, mm. the ID cards are only of Press Council of India and Delhi Union of Journalists. The right. other two are visiting cards. Right. Now, if I am stopped by the police and asked for an ID, I'm yeah. not going to show a visiting card, right? I'm yeah. going to show my press card. Yeah. Uh, and his the two press cards he had was of the Press Council of India and 
uh, thing. I don't know now if a visiting card is the same as an ID card. Right. But as journalists, we know that you when you're asked a press card, you show your press card hmm. and not a visiting card. Right. So they were taking the visiting card as a, a way of card. him assuming an identity. And saying that he was trying to hide it. Right. That right. he didn't really reveal that he actually had Tejas's card with him. Right. And so he's linked to PFI. Wow. wow. Right. So this is another aspect. Then they're also constantly questioning. So another interesting exchange I found was the mm-hmm. exchange uh, of what UP police thinks should be a relationship between an editor and a journalist. Okay. So this is the part where they're questioning why. Siddiq Kapan even went to Hathras. Right. And they're also so they're debunking couple of things, right? They're trying to say if one, he's not a journalist mm. and he's part of PFI. Then trying to show his close nexus, as they put it, quote unquote, close deep nexus with PFI. Right. And then they're trying to debunk the fact that okay, if he was a journalist also, why did he go to Hathras? Mm. Right? So then they talk about this aspect where they say that they uh, called in Kapan and mm. asked him why he went and he said he was deputed by Arimugam to go and do the story. Now they call in Arimugam's uh, chief editor and ask him, did you depute? Or I don't know what the question was asked, but basically the, the editor said that Kapan was not deputed. Mm. He messaged on the WhatsApp group at 12 in the night saying he's going to Hathras. Right. And they said, see, he mm. was never deputed. Right. <laughs> so I spoke to someone who worked with Arimogam at that point when Kapan was arrested and he basically says this. I just, I'm going to quote him. Mm. He says, this is standard practice for reporters to jump into a vehicle and get a story. Right. There were already conversations about covering Hathras. Siddiq right. did a classic reporter's action. Mm. In fact, as a reporter, he's expected to go and cover big stories. Mm. If he had written from Hathras and met our editorial standards, we would have most definitely published the story on Arimogam. Right. And, I mean, he also talks about, of course, what the UP police is saying, right? Mm. The editor, Mm. if asked, did you depute him, will say, no, I mean, we didn't tell him to go, but he said he's going. Right, right. So, I mean, in that gap, UP police is trying to show that, see, Mm. he wasn't deputed, he was going for something else. Right. And that this is part of a larger conspiracy because Mm. the people he was with are Mm. riot accused. Yeah. It's amazing how so much of this is so blown out of proportion and there is no coherence in any of these arguments and yet you can be in jail for two years because I have followed this case for a while last year and I remember the the documents the UP government was filing in, you know, Allahabad High Court or the Mathura Sessions Court. Even they were completely fluff. You know, there was nothing substantial. Yeah. And this seems to be the same, you know, from... Uh, what you telling us do you are you ever afraid that you know sometimes the process is becomes the punishment you yeah, might sure. uh, you or someone you know your friends might just end up this way no for sure i mean actually we see that a lot i've seen it a lot also in like when we cover a lot of rape stories right mm. our focus ends up becoming on this act of extraordinary violence that happens but a lot of the times the the Actual violence also is implicit within this judicial process, the right. delays, the arguments, the uh, closing of courts, the absent of absence of judges in court, lack of compensation, arguments over what kind of act should be put, what mm. does the investigation reveal, questioning a woman if why there was a delay in reporting. Right. So really like this, this, I think it's something that's very underreported because it's not as exciting or dramatic or adrenaline inducing Mm. as a report of grand violence is but this sort of like quiet deep-rooted sadness 
that mm. people have to endure through this process so of so called justice right is really underrated i think and uh, you interviewed siddhik kapun's wife yeah. last week and yeah. what's her name uh, rahinath kapun so rahinath um, i mean she's is she still in delhi she because the no, hearing she was is just there for a few days so what did she say about you know this hearing coming up and what expectations does she does she latch on to it she uh, so she said something where she said the first so something that she said really stru- stuck with me was mm. when kapun when she heard the for the first time that kapun had been arrested she said my first emotion was of relief because kapun is a sugar patient and mm. she hadn't heard from him for two days and she actually thought that he Mm. is in some room where he's lost consciousness right. and you know no one's there to help him and he's mm. collapsed and something's happened to him so when she heard he was arrested her first thought was oh he's alive okay um and then she kind of spoke about the next 6 months every hearing like she would go in with so much hope mm. and she said like how each hearing sort of broke her will right. and now she said i feel nothing during mm. a hearing i just go i attend she goes to a hearing pretty much to meet kapun because mm-hmm. that's the only time they can actually see each other mm-hmm. uh they get to sit on a bench outside the mm-hmm. courtroom for a few minutes before his case is heard and that's when she sort of updates him of what's happening in the family and right. as a couple they get to sit together on a bench right um but she said i i feel nothing i'm really hoping of course there's there is a lot of fight in her and she's mm-hmm. also been very clear about the fact of how she's going to be seen as a woman in wait right because mm-hmm. she has never really there is no video of her like breaking down right. after a certain point i think in the initial days there were a few videos from malayalam channels but she's also very consciously said that i am not going to be seen as a woman crying mm. begging mm. the state like this is ha- what's happened is wrong right this is my right for my husband to be granted bail mm. i'm not going to be seen as someone you know who's a victim in like a very hopeless manner yeah um so i think there's a sense of she's obviously waiting for her husband to come out but mm. hope as such was not the first emotion i could hold on to while talking to her because mm. she's she's deeply disturbed by what's happened yeah um, who wouldn't be yeah and you know he's been in jail for 2 years and he was on his way to report a story and i remember during the second wave the i think the family filed a petition uh, saying that he was in very poor health that he was uh, handcuffed to i think his a, hospital bed his hospital bed and and he was urinating in a bottle and he yeah. managed to call rahina through somebody's phone in the hospital because they weren't allowing him a call right and apparently he told her that uh, he just wants to go back to jail like this is worse right. she flew to delhi Mm. and she went to the hospital she said i stood outside aims for 6 hours for 3 days and mm. he was one wall away from her and they didn't let him see her wow. and she went back without seeing him mm. no that's some brutality uh anyway nidhi thanks a lot for your story uh, we hope as the hearing comes and if he gets bail that's ideal but if he doesn't you keep following it yes we've actually to be fair akansha from news laundry our colleague has done a series of yes. very in-depth stories a nine part series on kapun's charge sheet which is also an award winning story absolutely and we and and it's it's very interesting to look at because a lot of the narrative even in this uh, document filed by the up government is based on these whatsapp chats and yes. something where someone said what's the status there right. meaning that this person had known the whereabouts of kapun right um 
and akansha actually has gone into a lot of detail of how whatsapp has uh, been used against kapan right um and it's it's a must read to yeah. understand this case so is that your also your recommendation yes absolutely episode? one of my recommendations okay uh the series is called uh, siddiq kapan charge sheet it's based on conversations with uh, the lawyer who's gone through the charge sheet and akansha has really gone into much detail uh of what exactly this up government has come up with to right. argue uh and make this case of terror money laundering right. against kapan okay so that's your recommendation uh my recommendation for this week is this book called red dust which i'm reading it's by a chinese dissident called ma jian m a n j i a n j i a n and he was um, he was a dissident in china in the 1980s when the country was becoming more and more authoritarian you know much like a country we live in today <laughs> and um, he lived in a small flat hung out with artists and uh, with dancers you know typical bohemian in dissident life mm. and uh, it's his memoir and uh, about how life was in that country and how he got out of it mm. so it's a very interesting book i was tired of reading uh, western authors yeah. you know and so i thought i wanted something new so i'm i'm reading that book and it's it's, it's i found it in baharisans in gurgaon oh, wow. what's one store where you find really unexpected things so uh, i would recommend the bookstore and the book and it's called red dust so anyone interested check it out i have one more recommendation actually please Uh I read a really good piece in the New Yorker yesterday it's called The Victim Who Became the Accused Oh yeah very very interesting I story I saw that It's a, a story about a black female police officer who's sort of partying on this island and she meets a more senior police officer who promises her a job and a position and they go on this crazy party uh, mm. of of a day where they kind of get drunk they have mm. sex mm. um and then suddenly she feels like something was off in that entire engagement right and she sort of decides to file a case against him for assault right um and throughout the story you know the journalist is also sort of digging into the fact that she also comes from a past of being sexually violated is this right. you know there sometimes a moment comes when you decide okay i'm not going to deal with this anymore right but that moment can be misplaced also you right. might misread that moment because of so much baggage that you come with right and then as it goes on she gets accused of falsely mm. uh filing a uh, filing a false complaint right. and then she sort of charged with doing that right. and then she becomes the accused in the trial wow. and it's this crazy story of like how false cases are reported when it comes to sexual assault but how confusing it can be that whole process of was i abused not abused right and then what happens to the relationships around you who right. for a moment see you as a victim then you're the accused and you lose all credibility of your own narrative right, right. right. so the story doesn't really say whether it happened or not and what was the mm. real story mm. but it really looks at what is this point of this real story that we're looking at and how the justice system deals with it Okay. Okay. That's very fascinating. I want to read it right now, but um it's uh, it'll be linked in the reference section yes. of this podcast on the very. News Laundry website. Mm. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Stitcher or Spotify, please know that newslaundry.com has its own podcast player and you can find it on our website www.newslaundry.com. And um with that, this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is adjourned. 
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 